interview heard around the world and I never talk about the Royals on this show live at the Roxy but today I do not have a choice because whoa whoa that Meghan Markle Prince Harry that's how we say it Prince Harry interview with Oprah Winfrey is obviously what we're talking about here today, live with Roxy. Welcome back to the show. It is Monday, March 8th. We are on day 358 of quarantine edition. Holy shit, that one year is coming. And uh, I would say we have a lot to talk about today, but really it's one main thing and just a lot of things in that main thing, plus anything you guys want to talk about, questions, comments, concerns, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and in the super chat. If you did not watch the interview, no worries. I'll break it down. If you don't give a fuck about the Royals, no worries. It's still bizarrely interesting. I'm telling you, it's a whole thing. Also, I have been giving you guys updates on Alan V. Farrow, the docu-series on HBO Max. I am 30 minutes into the episode because I did watch the Meghan Markle interview instead last night. So I am only half an hour into this Alan V. Farrow. So we're going to talk about that one tomorrow. If you guys want to watch it, make sure you watch it. In the meantime, otherwise I will fill you guys in. But the it's so crazy when I went from the Meghan one to that one because it's like the Meghan stuff is so, so, so fucked up. And we'll talk about all that. But then quickly I switch over and I'm watching fucking Alan V. Farrow. And I'm like, there are just so many things going on in this world. It is overwhelming. It's overwhelming to pick which causes and which fights you fight and what you give a fuck about. And like the end of the day, can't people just show more chill and more love and be more relaxed and like, don't be a pedophile. Don't be a racist. Don't be sexist. Don't be a bigot. Like if, if we could just get those things under wraps and a couple other things, we're in pretty good shape, but we just seemingly as a society fucking cannot. And it's really, really disturbing and incredible. I don't, under, I, I just, whoa, whoa. So all of that, and it's not even 1 p.m. We're up early today. We're going live early today for a couple of reasons. Number one, because I'm anxious to talk about this stuff and I want to fully break it down. We did SEN today, but we didn't get to go fully into the Megan and Harry stuff. So I really want to talk about that. And then number two, because Darina's coming over in a little bit because we are planning Steph Sabra's birthday party. Um, and by that, I mean the World Girls episode. We are giving Steph Sabra's birthday a whirl on Wednesday with you guys. So Dee and I are going to have a little planning, a pre-party plan. PPP. PPP, bye-bye. All of those things. Yeah, Kay Walton says, yeah, people can be truly horrible waiting for the Prince Andrew doc. I know. But it's like we haven't even scratched the surface with the Royals. So... We're definitely going to try today to break all of that stuff down. I'm going to start in the Streamlabs. I'm going to go to the Super Chat. I would love to hear from you guys. As Are any of our people in here, Brits, any of our Brits, please um, talk to us about how you're feeling. We would love to know what your thoughts are on this. 
Um, and then everybody else as well. I would just, I want to hear from you guys. Streamloves.com slash Roxy Stryer. Did you watch the doc? Did you not watch the doc? How did you feel about it? Were you surprised by the things? Were you not surprised by the things? Were you surprised by how surprised other people were by those things? Um, are you, I don't even want to say which team are you on because it's so past that at this point, but how are you feeling about all of that? Let me know. Starting in the Streamlabs, like I said, it is the 8th of March, which means we are officially starting with our dear, dear friend and mascot of the show, Glenn Caesar. Actually, he wasn't the first one today, but I'll get to his right now. He says, hello and good afternoon, Roxy, Rocks, RJ, Skittles, Chunk, GPS, Misdirection, Silver the Elf, Zilla, Queen Badges, Dimple, Schmodown, Modi. Much love to you, Grammy and Popo. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Peace, bunnies, hugs, and good stuff to you and yours. And then um, I'm going to go back and see what happened earlier today. I think we start with Logan James Kiniston, who put this in at two in the morning. So let's see what's going on with Logan James. He says, Hey, Roxy, I've mentioned before, but I'm in interest, but uh, that I'm interested in different cultures and religions, etc. That's particularly true when it comes to how they mourn, grieve, and celebrate their dead loved ones, uh, their dead loved ones. So I love the World Girls, the Day of the Dead episode. Thank you. I've been wondering about the Jewish traditions of burying their loved ones the day after. Do they also have cremations the day after? And what would happen if the person had been killed, murdered, anything that would need a postmortem or investigation? I ask because in 06, my brother was killed and I've been wondering if my family was Jewish, would we have been able to have his funeral the day after? And if it isn't too personal, were you able to have a, your mom's funeral the day after? Thanks, Roxy. All really interesting questions. Uh, wow, my mom's come up a lot this morning. Um, so to, and it's not too personal. Thank you for asking me. Uh, in the Jewish faith, you're not allowed to be cremated. So that doesn't mean that Jews are not cremated, but if you are religious, you're not allowed to be cremated. You are supposed to get back to the earth as quickly as possible, but as naturally as possible. So you are supposed to be put into the ground in a special kind of, um, in a special kind of coffin that, deteriorates quickly with the bugs and the earth. And so that you become one with the earth quickly, but you're not supposed to be cremated um, as you're not supposed to be burned. So that would not, you would not be cremated the next day because in the Jewish faith, you're not cremated. Although a lot of the pe Jewish people I know are cremated. So, you know, my dad wants to be cremated. A lot of people are cremated. That's just, if you are really practicing the Jewish faith, you're not cremated in terms of it. There's an investigation. Um, I have had, a couple of Jewish friends who have been in sticky situations for their death. And, um, you know, they didn't know whether to deem a suicide or a murder or an accidental death of overdose. So different things happen at different times. Um, and it's definitely case by case. The, the family would choose like a family would choose, you know, it's not like if you don't get buried the next day that, somebody's going to come and, and, and the rabbis can say, we're not going to bury you anymore, depending on how religious you are. But if you are religious, you are buried the next day. Unless there's a couple of time periods where you get the following day. Like if you are, if you die over the Sabbath, um, then you get an extra day. So my mom um, died and then she was not buried the next day because it was 1036 at night 
on um, what was considered the Sabbath. So then we did not the next day. It was the following day. So it was the day after, which is how you're supposed to do it in the Jewish faith. So those are, I hope that answers some of your questions. Um, let me know if you have more. And thank you for asking. Yeah. And like people, all Jews are different, but th that's just talking about in terms of the religious element of it. Uh, Carly P. Carly P. came in after the show yesterday. Let's see what's going on with Carly P. Thanks, Carly P., who said, Hey, Roxy, in my state, I recently became eligible to receive the vaccine, and I'm torn over whether or not to get it. I'm eligible because I'm school staff, but the classroom I'm working on is pushing to stay online due to being a classroom with behavior issues. So I'm not sure if it's okay for me to get it when, when are so many at higher, maybe when there are so many at higher risk than me, if we stay online, which is likely, should I get the vaccine since I'm eligible or wait like everyone else? I'm very torn on this. Many of my friends have advised me to take it as soon as I can, especially since I have a minor asthma. I have minor asthma due to my allergies, but I wanted your take. This is the question right now, Carly. And I would love to hear from the rock stars as well. What do you guys think? Do you guys think Carly should take it or should not take it? It's really challenging. And by the way, if you came here to talk about the Royals, guys, look at the time goes thanks to Rob Fishbeck. And just fast forward, we will get there. But first, we're going to talk to the rock stars. I think this is a really challenging debate. Here's what I think. And here's what I've been advising. And if this doesn't feel morally good for you, you have to do what feels good for you. But I believe as long as you're not cheating the system, you should get the vaccine when it's available to you. Because A, they're throwing out vaccinations. B, you don't know that if you don't get it, it's going to somebody who deserves it more than you. And I put that in quotations because it depends on what you believe by deserves. You are a teacher. You are eligible. You never know what's going to happen. And so you might be pushing to go online more. But then in two weeks, they might say, never mind, we're going back into the classroom. You just don't even know. So I really believe that when it is available to you, and this is what my doctor said to me, get it however and whenever you can. When it's available to you, to any of you guys, get the vaccination. And they're saying that hopefully by May, anybody who wants one will be able to get one. And I think that if you get the vaccination, you're also part of herd immunity. You're also helping protect your loved ones. You're also then, you know, if you get the vaccination and you are feeling like, wow, I wish other people had it, then maybe if elderly people were not able to get it before you or whatever that is, Maybe you do something good. Maybe you grab groceries for somebody or because you're vaccinated, you're able to help more people. But the more people who are vaccinated, the better. And it's been a bizarre rollout. So I think that get the vaccination as soon as you can and when you're eligible. Let's see what the rock stars are saying. Okay, the rock stars are saying, Gar says, take it if you can. They're throwing out doses, so it's never a waste. Uh, Evan says, I think experts are saying to get vaccinated as soon as you're eligible. John G says you may end up back in person anyway. Totally. Thunder God says, I see no reason not to being school staff is a justifiable reason to get it. Simply Emily says, I vote, get the vaccine if you can. And then Mason Allen says, I think being a teacher, you need to keep yourself safe too quicker. We are all vaccinated. The better Manny says, I believe they, the person should, that the person should as a person that has asthma, like I do, then I definitely say take the vaccine. If he, um, yeah, 
a lot. I, I think you're getting all pink sweets as I think Carly should get it. You never know what your school will say in a few weeks or months. Totally. I think that means that most of us are on the same page then. I try not to feel guilty about it and just try to be the best you that you can be. Look at this, these random little hairs. They're just really out to play today. Keep us posted. Thanks, Carly P. Appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Texas teacher in the stream lab, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Star says, hello, Roxy, still clean and sober. And I did a thing for the first time in a year. I looked it up the last time I went out of the house other than work was a year ago on Sunday where I went to see Come From Away. Then what's Come From Away? Is Come From Away a movie? Then COVID happened. Yesterday, I went to a baseball game. There was a college baseball tournament held in Houston for Shriners Children Hospital. And I took my parents. We are all fully vaccinated. We didn't eat. We wore masks, bought the row and the row behind us. We stayed as safe as we could be. Felt nice to get out of the house. After it was over, I went home and did my normal of stripping and washing my clothes. But for that three hours, I was just a man watching baseball and loving life again. Who needs heroin? For those three hours, everything was back to normal before we would uh, before the world crashed down on me again, I loved every second of that three hours. Also, we need to do, we need to score. Also, we need to score a win as Derek Chauvin cop who killed George Floyd starts his trial today. It's not everything, but something just remember how eight minutes and 46 seconds changed the nation on May set, uh, 25th. I used to teach that choke technique. He had, he used, while I was in the army. And it hurts to think that I used to teach this, but every day I walk forward, much love. That's a lot to unpack, Texas teacher. I'm really glad you were able to go to the game. I'm glad you were able to take your parents to the game. And I'm glad that you were able to live a little bit of your life and do it safely on under all of these things. In terms of teaching people to do that, I would try to be as easy on yourself as you can, Texas teacher. You were in the army and that is a whole different beast. Um, I don't think a single one of us in here is thinking, why would Texas teacher train people to do that? That's what you have to do when you are protecting the country and when you are, you know, training people. That's not you training cops to abuse power. That's you doing what you needed to do. So thank you for your service as always, Texas teacher. And I hope that you're able to, like you said, walk forward. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on inside you, but I agree who needs heroin when you've got things like that so much better. And unfortunately, what using heroin or drugs or, or alcohol or any of those things for you means is that you don't get to do things like that with your parents because you've learned what that looks like on you. So I'm really, really proud of you. I'm really happy for you. And thank you for sharing all of that with us today. Matthew Gold in Streamlabs says, just watched Meghan Markle, M Meghan Markle Oprah interview. Do you really think in the royal family is racist and doesn't want black heirs? That is what I got from it. So we'll definitely talk about that, Matthew. It's a good tease to what we certainly will be talking about on the show today. Going into more Streamlabs before we get to that, though, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Glenn says, First, this is not gonna. Uh, this is gonna be a different spiel from me today. Not sure yet how long or short it will be, or exactly what I'll say. But I've seemingly opened the floodgates, so here it goes. Again, RJ, my hope is that this 
is to the point and doesn't derail your show. I guess we'll see, Glenn. Today, this past year, plus Glenn Caesar's life, I know speaking in the third person seems odd, has been a series of spiritual tests for me. Some I've failed, some I've passed, but I consider the main question to be CP, why? The answer, I believe, is simple. To learn to accept, appreciate, and embrace all of me, to love myself, warts and all, aka be thankful for the good, the bad, the ugly, and the blissful. It was also to learn to repair and make myself whole, complete, and full again so that I could help others. Do the same for themselves by being a living example. I always knew that CP was completely curable through energy, time, and focused effort. So I could untwist the unnecessary energy of my body like a screwdriver twisting a screw counterclockwise. And now, since this morning, I've been repeating, I love myself, I forgive myself, I forgive all others, breathing, visualizing, and repeating the sacred sounds to have my energies spinning to the left, unleashing the tears of pain, regret, relief, etc. But also causing aches and pains in my abdomen, lower, lower back, hips, and parts of my legs to vanish. Wow, that's amazing. Likewise, as the tears begin flowing, some are still flowing. I also felt some aches and some pains awaken in my calves and toes as nerves slash nerve endings were waking up. Tears of sadness, grief, or even self-hatred are bad so long as they come with the words um, words of self-love and forgiveness, which leads to true deep healing. So thank you all for making me cry today. I have not had an appropriate cry like this in many years. Sometimes you need a good cry. Thank you, RJ, Grammy, and Papo for the continued unspoken reminder, but also RJ for giving me a cozy, safe place just to be Glenn. Oh my God, Glenn, you're going to make me cry. When I begun to forget who I was and my answer to CPY. Thanks for reminding me all our own words have power over ourselves. So I'll be here live at the Roxy and the World Girls and around, not just as vocal, uh, just not as vocal on a daily basis. And Roxy, I still want to support you and the World Girls always. That's never going to change. I'll DM you on Patreon. But the universe is speaking louder than my own voice, and I hear it. The who I was, I am no longer. The who I am, I have become. That who I could be, I am becoming. I get to define who Glenn Jeffrey Caesar is, um, spelled Joffrey, so I don't know how it's pronounced. And so now I can return to putting my energy, time, and focused effort into repairing the bent parts of me. Again, I didn't plan on writing all this in Streamlabs but Roxy, uh, for Roxy Read Out Loud, but apparently the universe had her plans for me today. RJ, hope all of these messages haven't derailed live at the Roxy. Not at all, Glenn. Not my intentions. If so, apologies. Thanks for reading. Glenn, I don't know fully what um, your intentions are, whether that means you're taking a step back or whether you're going to be here with us or how that looks, but we appreciate you and thank you for sharing. And um, thank you always for being here and showing up and continuing to support and continue to take care of yourself. So that. Um, okay. Going to a couple more things in here in the Streamlabs before we move forward. Paul3JP says, fam, she better name that daughter Diana and burn that entire monarchy to the ground. I agree, Apollo. I kind of think they should. Side note, did you say it was Sabra's birthday? Let me be the present. I'd get a phenomenal, I'd make a phenomenal gift. <laughs> it's on Wednesday. 
wrap up. Ember says, hi, Roxy. I don't know if you're taking dollar donations. I know the world girls aren't. Makes me sad, but I understand. The interview was crazy. What stood out to me was Megan expressing suicidal thoughts and no one helped her. And Harry was too ashamed to reach out. I know. We're going to definitely talk about that as well. Um, and yes, I am. I don't know for how much longer, and I don't know what the next version of the show will look like, but I, I certainly am. Um, yeah. Okay. Walton in the streamlabstream.com slash Roxy Stryer says, don't care about royal family, but I am pro not being a toxic in a toxic environment. Good for Harry and Meghan and wish them the best. Yeah, definitely. I mean, eh, that's the thing. Like, even if you are not a big royals person, like I am not, um, it's just so, so, the interview was just so damning. I guess that would be the best way to put it. And it's just, bleh, like, toxic, totally. Ryan Payne says, saying it here, and as always, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankison, Jonathan Mattingly, Russ, the cops who killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them, four killing Breonna Taylor, justice for all the victims of police brutality, as we hold those accountable for causing said brutality. It's a good way of putting it. Thank you, Ryan Payne, for that. Uh, Rob Fishbeck in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, so I have a whole slew of videos I'm dropping on Twitter and YouTube this week to celebrate the countdown to 365 for you and for all the rock stars, some laughs, some heartfelt moments, and all the love. Cheers to you, Rock's first one just dropped. Oh, that's fun, Rob. Thank you for anything that you're doing or anything you guys are doing. I really appreciate you, and I cannot wait to go watch those. So shout out to y'all and to you, Rob. Um, also, happy International Women's Day. You know, go fucking women. And interesting that this dropped last night leading into International Women's Day. So let's talk about it. Uh, there are more Streamlabs coming in. Please keep sending them in. Talk to me about Meghan Markle and Oprah and all of that stuff. I want to hear from you guys. Oh, quick super chat that came in PLD working. So I can only stop to say hi, leave a like and make sure people hit that thumbs up. See you tonight. Roxy on chill. See you tonight. 8 PM Pacific What's good. All right. Let's talk. Send those stream labs, send those thoughts. Meghan Markle and Harry. I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is how much I don't know about the Royals. I don't know his last name. Prince Harry, Harry Phillips. What are the Royals' last names? Charles Witten? I actually, I'm not fucking the guys. I don't know. I don't know what their last name is. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't fucking know their last name. So that shows you guys where I'm starting with this. I have very little base knowledge of the Royals. I say that to say that there could be a huge chunk of this that I'm missing. This could be... I mean, I could really fully not understand this. I was born in America. I am American. I don't know anything about what it's like to grow up in England. I don't know anything about the Royals. I don't understand the Royals. I have a lot of British friends. A lot of them love and respect the Royals. I don't fully get it. I've seen the crown and that's, oh, you guys are telling me it's Windsor. Wow. I really would never have gotten that. I really truly would never have gotten that. So there's that Mount, Mount Batten, Windsor. I had no idea. So Joseph says Wales. That sounds right to me. 
sounds right to me. So I really truly don't know anything about the Royals. So that's what this is coming from. And I think that's important to acknowledge because there could be other perspectives on this that I'm really truly not getting. And I know that they mean something different to other people than they mean to me. But this is, from my perspective, I watched this documentary and it was disturbing and upsetting because what we were watching was a documentary about a woman who probably knew just about as much about the Royals as I do going into this relationship. And she opens up about, about multiple things, losing her father, having her miscarriage, wanting to end her life and the lack of support from the firm. I put that in quotations because I don't know what that means, but I guess like the, the seniors, the Royals, whatever it is. Um, and she opens up about all of that. And she opens up about the underlying racism and actually not so underlying the overt racism and all of the things surrounding Harry and Meghan's departure from being royal. And I, I really did not understand a lot of it. Meghan expresses at some point in the interview that she felt like going into the Royals, she was like, I've been around celebrities my whole life. I'm from Los Angeles. That she thought she was marrying into like a famous family. But then she now knows that this is nothing like that. And it's not like a famous family. It's something else. So I am with her that I thought that they were a famous family. I don't understand the, the other parts. So what I see is a racist, sexist family. Um, that's what I see. Again, I don't get it. So that is coming from somebody a complete outside perspective. But when I look at it and look at the way she was treated and look at how she was treated differently and look at the difference between how men and women are treated and then how white women and black women are treated or just white women and women of color are treated, this looks like to me, a famous racist family. And I don't mean to laugh because it's funny. I'm, I'm laughing because I, I get that I'm talking about a queen and then I don't know what the fuck a queen is. So I, and, and I'm not just talking about the queen because apparently the queen is the best of them seemingly, but I guess I'm talking about a, whatever Charles is, is he a prince or the king? Uh, whatever Charles is. And then I'm talking about whoever the homeboy brother is, William and Caitlin, Caitlin, Bishop, Caitlin, the fuck is her name? Kate Bishop? Nope. Kate Bishop is the Marvel character. Kate Middleton, Middleton. I knew I would get there. Kate Middleton. I'm talking about those people. So that's, that's what that seems like. Now, what is so ridiculous is what ended up coming out. And we don't know from who there's a lot of ridiculous things, but one of the biggest sticking points of the interview, I think the one that's making the most press, the one that people were most appalled by is the fact that both Megan and Harry talk openly, but not that openly 
about a situation in which they are speaking to the um, a member of the senior family. So there's eight people in the senior family, I guess. And so as a member of the senior family was speaking to Harry and was saying, what are your children going to look like in regards to his and Megan's children? With the implication being that if they were too dark, then they would not be accepted or royal or some some kind of implication there, um, which is obviously disgusting. I saw Perez Hilton tweeted out saying, they're obviously talking about the queen, right? And I don't think they're talking about the queen. I think they're talking about Charles. But again, what the fuck do I know? Oh, I see my friend Winston in here. Okay, Winston, by the way, if you want to, if you're free right now, I'll send you a link. You can come chat about this. Winston says, here's the thing. Even if the queen is the best of them, she's in charge. She says one word and this stops. Remember, it's no longer enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. So the queen's in charge of the family. Is that how this works? I thought that I thought that the Charles was in charge. Isn't that a show? Charles in charge. I thought Charles was in charge. Is Queen Mary? Nope. Queen Elizabeth, the the head of the snake. I thought that that I thought that Charles was in charge. Okay, Winston says he's got five minutes. Maybe he can explain this to me more than, uh, than. <laughs> Because clearly I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> oh, thank God for Winston always popping on the show when it's when Roxy's in the middle of drowning about topics that she's so interested about but knows absolutely nothing about. Charles in charge. This is a show, right? You guys tell me. Charles in, is not in charge. Oh, okay, Sally. Good to know. She's Okay, so completely agree with Winston. You have to be anti-racist. Yes. Black lives matter. This we, this we all, if you're in this show, you definitely agree with that. Um, and I don't know what the queen has done to be anti-racist and I don't know what, but I didn't know that she was in charge. I guess that's stupid because she's called the queen. Is Charles the king? Is a queen more important than a king in this realm? Is it called a realm? I mean, there's a lot. Hadrian um, says, Roxanne British, you want me to explain? I do, but I also want Winston to explain to us. I think I might even have his. Oh, own. shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hopefully his camera will pop on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? See if I do. Yeah, I keep it right here. Wow. Look at who was prepared for this. Can I hear you? Know you? Yeah. Hi, Hi honey. <laughs> How you so, doing? Um, well, clearly I'm doing confused. Queen. <laughs> So tell me, did you watch this? Did you watch I the just finished. So I, I only saw about the first half hour of you guys on SCN, which y'all were killing it, by the way. Uh, not Do not appreciate y'all taking drip, drip mm. to take out a whole new meaning. I was, that was, that was, drip. that mm. was, that was something else. Uh, but, but I, I decided I needed to watch this because so many people were talking about it. Like black Twitter was roasting British Twitter for hours before British Twitter woke up and then British Twitter woke up. And then black British Twitter started roasting Pierce Morgan and anybody that was defending the royal family. And I was like, this is what I live for. So, so I was like, well, explain yeah. what's going on. How did you feel watching this? And and are you familiar with the British, the royalty in general? Only in the sense that I'm I'm very aware of the way that the the the, the monarchy and the actual like um 
commander in chief type scenario has been separated so that obviously what we know is is that the the royal family is really figureheads at this point there's a lot of responsibilities they still have and whatnot but the actual political power is obviously the prime minister parliament all that kind of stuff so i know that but as far as like if there's a british person here that's watching that can correct me if i'm wrong because i'll admit if i'm wrong here someone tried to say that the queen's not in charge okay in the in the the idea that she's ninety something, so ninety year olds are probably only as lucid as can be, certainly. But she's still the queen. Literally, nobody in the royal family outranks her. So, so whether there's or not, no king. No, no. I mean, she no she king, has no. she there's I'm pretty sure she's married, so she has a regent. But but no, there's a no. What? A, a regent is someone that marries kind of into that situation. So like mm. the queen is. The royal figurehead if even if you know if she's married or if she got married or whatever it is they wouldn't come in and just start ruling because they're a dude she is the crowned like monarch person. the person so she sets the, the rules and the tone as far as she is the the head of the family period that's just how that works so if there is somebody that calls the shots because she's as old as she is or something that i don't know about i'll openly admit i don't know that but hear me out on this regardless if somebody else is in charge it's very simple if the queen says, y'all going to stop talking about my, my granddaughter-in-law this way, y'all are done. It's over. Period. Mm. I don't give a fuck who's in charge. She is the goddamn queen. So if so she's- why do you think, Winston, that both, both Meghan and Harry seemed pretty defensive of the queen in this interview as opposed to the other people? Well, right. And so, 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 so I still think that that is something- to, to that point, they are probably saying our grandmother has never been the one perpetuating anything. And I still think that that's a big deal. I think that they're straight up just trying to be like, grandma's not doing that. That's not on her. And I give her some credit for that. But again, we're not in a place anymore where it's like my friend Roxy Stryer doesn't use the N word. She doesn't do this. She doesn't do that. So good enough. Yeah. It's Roxy actively heard someone drop an N bomb and cussed them the fuck out. Roxy saw me being attacked by the cops literally for just not showing my ID and Roxy started filming and screaming and doing all sorts of stuff to protect my life. You can no longer just say, well, I don't say racist things, so I'm good. You're being neutral. By being neutral, you are not helpful. So what I'm saying is if the queen did not actively do things to protect Megan because she clearly was being attacked by the media, being criticized by people within the family or the firm I've learned that they call it and whatnot, then that's like Aaron Hall saying, I'm giving the queen more power than she has. No, the queen is still the queen. If the queen says something, people listen. Regardless Can of I, if she's in charge, she still is like, she is the fucking queen. <laughs> yeah. I have a, I have a question that I don't exactly know how to phrase, but I'm curious your thoughts sure. on this. So I'll try to piece it together. What do you think? Do you think this would look differently? Like Meghan Markle is very, very light skinned. Mm -hmm. Do you think this would look different if she was not as light skinned? I actually have a feeling. I don't know how they would have pulled it off. If she had been darker, I don't think they would have let Harry marry her. It was already trouble let, trying to let Megan into the family. I would put dollars over donuts. If this, if, if it was a dark skinned black woman that was, that had married Harry, that this would have been infinitely uglier, which is in and of itself disgusting. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, it's just, the fact that the that anybody in that family had a conversation where they were like, "Well, what do we do if Archie if Archie comes out kind of dark?" is like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's yeah. insane. That is yeah. fucking insane. So I, I, I agree with you. I don't know. I'm not. Oh, hold on. So let's see. She's the figurehead of the royal institution. She's not calling the shots. She's following the protocols that are in place. Okay. So again, my question but is: what, Who are they in place by? Who put them in place? Aaron, if yeah. you know so much about this, please explain this to me. So who who in the royal family is in place that are making these calls? Let just real yeah. talk. Let me know because then maybe I don't. Because again. From the government side of things, I get that a thousand percent. The royal family has nothing to do with the government. That is the prime minister. That is the parliament, etc. I get that. So who is in charge in the royal family? That would, I feel like that would be like saying that the president didn't put like whoever the president after slavery was put in place that doesn't take it away, but they didn't put it in place. Like it's still you still have the power to stop something. Like you can't. I I don't know how the parliament works. Are they the no? They're not the parliament. I don't know how the parliament, monarchy parliament, works. The, well, yeah, no, no, no. The monarchy is the royal family. So like, I don't know family. how the monarchy yeah. works, but I do believe that even if she, if what you're saying is she didn't put it in place, like the people who died before her put it in place, it, she's still executing their rules. So she still would have the ability to take it out of place. Like right. just because right. something is the way it's been, this we know doesn't mean it's the way it should be. So I, I don't know. I, I am confused on. I don't know whether it's almost like Stockholm syndrome with them where they're like, she was the best to us of the people. So we like her most. So really she's incredible, but really she's not incredible. It's just by comparison or whether they, there's still some level of fear here because she's the motherfucking queen. And it seems like the queen's got all the power. And also like there were so many different layers of, I mean, the protection part. I don't know what stood out to you most Winston, but the lack of protection for Archie was like such a um, a powerful part of the interview to me because it was like, these are still people who are probably afraid, whose families still know where they are, whose family is willing to out them to the press. And, and they're not, and their son is physically not safe because he's mixed. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, that's exactly what it seems like. And, and, Aaron Hall again is saying not one individual is in charge. It's a bureaucracy that's been in place for centuries. Okay, again, I understand that. But the same thing could be said about the way the police department is run here in America. The same could be said about any number of systemic issues. I'm not talking about if the queen made a declaration, all of a sudden she could just change law in the country or whatever else. But what I'm telling you is there is still power that she wields by the simple nature of her being the queen. Period. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And and the thing is, what are you going to do? You're really going to you're really going to tell me that if she stepped out and say, y'all need to stop harassing my granddaughter enough with the racism with my granddaughter. You're telling me that the royal family is going to off the queen or something. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So what I'm saying is, regardless of if she's really in charge of how the family's run the, by the nature of it, she technically has the power in the fact that she is the highest ranking person in it, whether or not she's in charge. So the way that like Cheney, for example, was vice president, but everybody was like, well, he was actually the one running things behind the scene. Bush was just kind of like, hold on, Adrian, I'm not saying that she has the power as a government official. I'm saying as the royal figurehead, if she tells the press to leave her fucking family alone, they will stop. 
Okay, so this is what Sally said. Sally says she doesn't speak directly to the public about this sort of thing. They issue statements drafted by the firm. They continue to use these words like the institution, the firm. And and I think and I think that that was so confusing for me because I'm like, who the fuck is anybody talking about? Like Sally, are you saying that she cannot speak to because I that's feel a, like that's a solid question that I don't know the answer to either. And that and if that's what you're saying, if that if that's what y'all are trying to say about she doesn't have the power to speak, then that's even more terrifying in the fact that the, apparently the 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 most powerful figurehead, maybe not the most powerful wallet, but the most powerful figurehead in England can't literally doesn't have a voice. Because like, who has the power? Thing. If that's, she's not allowed to, who's keep preventing her from doing that? That's what throughout the whole interview, I just kept thinking like it's so hard for me to imagine because I'm like, I have a phone so I can call whoever the fuck I want and say whatever I want. But then Megan goes into the part where she's like, they took my passport. They took my phone. They took my keys. Like, I, I don't know. Does the queen have those things? Does she, I, I think so. I think she's the, but I, I don't know. And then who's keeping her from that? What, like what, what the fuck's actually going on here? Right. And, I, and all, all, all I would say, all I would say is, is regardless, a lot of people are saying stuff like as far and 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 the the, the only thing that I'll say is some people are saying, okay, she's like in her mid nineties, like give her a break. I will give a small amount of pass for that if you're trying to tell me that she's maybe not as lucid as we think she is. But the argument of that's not how it was done in the past. That's not how it's whatever that is a sorry excuse for things because because the same could have been said about what Harry did, but he did it because his his wife and his family were threatened and he's like, enough. And he what walked did you think away. about Harry Winston during this interview? How did I you think, feel about him? I think that that as I watch this, that is the perfect example of what it is for a man to stand by his his woman, by a partner to stand by their partner. She straight up was like, "This is I, I'm being threatened. I'm, I'm unraveling. Like the fact that she openly admitted she was contemplating suicide, that is what a partner does is that the minute you see your person is, is needs, needs whatever it is, you step up and you do it no matter what that sacrifice is. And like, that's the thing is that he loves her without a shadow of a doubt. And that was put on display is just to watch the two of them um, do essentially say, fuck it. Like we'll, we'll walk away. Like he clearly really loves her. And and it's, it's touching to me to see that because like Malcolm X said, the most unprotected woman, it was the quote is almost the most unprotected woman in America is the black woman. But the idea really is the most unprotected person in the world is a black woman as has been proven time and time again. It doesn't matter what fucking country you go to. So there, there was one part where he said something that I was like, I am curious how people feel about this, where he admits that he was, embarrassed that she or ashamed to admit that she needed help. Um, and I was thinking that must've been so hard for her that he was ashamed to admit to his family that she needed help because I, I just picture obviously it'd be so different, but a picture if I'm dating somebody and I picture if I am contemplating suicide and I tell that to my partner and my partner says to me, I cannot tell my family that because I'm ashamed that you're feeling that, that I, I didn't know how to feel about his, I, I was glad he was honest about his feelings. Yeah. But that was kind of a lot to hear. Um, and I, I'm still trying to unpack that. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot there. Um, I think the other thing that's crazy to me, and I think that there, there, 
I'm curious, Lin Lin, where you're coming at from this. People keep saying, no, no, their distinction must be made between mixed and black. I would love to know where that's coming from. I would love to know where the fuck that's coming from. Yeah, Lynn keeps the saying only, that to me that I, we, I keep calling her black and she's not, but I think, uh, but she is black. But right? she is though. And so yeah. like, here's, here's the thing. The one drop rule is an insidious fucked up rule that came out of slavery specifically to be like, if you had even one drop of black and you were black, therefore you could be a fucking slave. So that's where that kind of comes from. But the thing is the reason why, Black people do that all the time, and we always claim our own, even if you're a quarter or an eighth or whatever, is because the world will still treat you like a black person if you present as such. There's a reason why they talk about the paper bag test and everything else. So, like, that's the thing. She's not like like what 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 ZB just said. She's not white enough to not have this happen to her. She is black enough that they have been going at her non fucking stop. So until you actually can prove to me that her having some sort of blackness in her is not at the core of this. I understand. Okay. I'm about to get angry. So I'm going to, I don't know who this, I don't know who this Lin Lin even is, but it's, it's really not cool what you're doing. Um, Especially because yeah. it, I, I, I am acknowledging that she has a white half to her, that she's biracial. I'm not taking away from that, but the part of her that's being attacked is, is the black, black part. part of her. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the thing. The part of her being attacked. Let me say that again. The part of her being attacked is the black part of her. So that's why it's important. That's why people keep saying that. Yeah. Period. Where is that coming from, Winston? Because I, I hadn't heard that until Lin Lin in here. So that- The what? You think that that is coming from people who are darker skin, darker skin, so they feel like Megan might have it easier than them. And so that's why they're trying to distinguish or where is that coming, that sentiment coming from? There's something in that, but like there's there's this thing that, that has to stop about, about determining people's blackness, especially because part of the issue with that is I look at, for example, what happens with Afro-Latino culture or Afro-Latinx culture. Yeah. There's a lot of colorism that happens in the Latin culture that do not acknowledge darker skin Latin folks. That is something that happens around the world. People will not acknowledge darker skinned people in various cultures. It is a huge fucking problem. And so that's why people, I understand that there is that ultimate generalization. Because for example, Barack Obama, everybody calls him the first black president. Well, technically speaking, he's the first biracial president. The same could be said about Kamala Harris. She is technically not just the first black vice president. She's the first black biracial pre vice president. So like, right. I get that. But the truth is at the end of the day, you know how people come for Barack? You know how people come for Kamala? You know how people come for Tiger? They come for people that are biracial like that at their blackness. That is why people generally will just use the term Barack was the first black president, et cetera. That doesn't discredit anything of the other part of their heritage. Just yeah. literally look at how the world, not just America, but look at how the world treats people of darker skin. That is why that like so quickly we'll just say so-and-so is black because mm -hmm. that is how the, I would love nothing more than to be proud of my culture and my heritage, but to not always be perceived as a black man. You know what I'm saying? But that's not how the world works. You don't get so to I, turn it on and off. Yeah. I do not. And so I am, I am 
infinitely proud of my black skin. I'm infinitely proud of my black culture. I'm infinitely proud of my people. And the truth is when people say stuff like, I don't see color, nah, miss me with that bullshit. The whole fucking world sees me as a black man. So acknowledge me because to say you don't see color is to say you don't see that culture. You don't see all that stuff that makes up me other than just the fact that I, I am I am a male or you know what I'm saying? That I'm a like that there is so much more to me than that. There is so much more to me than that. Just like people are identified by more than that, but that means every part of their identity is a part of their identity. You need to acknowledge it. Well, it feels like the rest of the people are totally on the same page as you. <laughs> so, uh, yes to all of this. Uh, you guys are amazing. Winston, was there anything that you felt like you wish Oprah had asked or maybe she did ask, but wasn't part of the special that you kind of wanted answers to or questions that you had? No, I think they they covered a lot of what I was curious about. Um, I just, I just, it just makes me so sad that the the quote that I think came the most out of this was Megan saying, "I believed them when they said that they would protect me." That's what she says. Her one regret. That was. That was heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. That was so disheartening. That's that same type of shit where like, can you imagine you go into the White House and you're thinking that like, I'm going to, I'm going to, the Secret Service will take care of me. The, the PR team behind this will take care of me, et cetera, et cetera. And you just get eviscerated the entire fucking time. Like, that was just soul crushing. Absolutely soul crushing. Because you're out here thinking you've like, because it's very clear that she, like she had her own like little career going, her little amount of fame and stuff like that. She, it, she didn't give a shit about that. She she really loves this man. Um, it's something that I get worried about all the time, just because like uh, being with Kristen, um, you know, she's she's warned me. She's like, most of her family has been mad cool, but there are some people that we might have to have some tough conversations with, and it scares me. It scares me all the time about what that could end up looking like. You know what I mean? And so. For that to happen, but then to happen on a international scale, I can't even imagine. And not just as, because it'd also be one thing as a man dealing with that. Mm-hmm. For her to deal with that as a black woman, like that is a whole other echelon of criticism. Like the fact that like they were talking about the baby bumps. Kate holds her baby bump. Oh my God. That she was crazy. She's so sweet. Look how she cares. Megan does it. She's so vain. She's so prideful. Why, why are you so obsessed with your bump? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. And with the avocado thing too, it was fucking nuts. It's nuts. crazy, dude. What do you think, what do you think should happen now? Um, I think that the Royal family should do the same thing that fucking, they won't, but the same thing that happened to this chick, Rachel, on The Bachelor, and they should have a real come to Jesus, and they should have someone hit them up about some shit, and then they should put, show how they are going to actively work against breaking down the systemic racist system. But I don't know if that'll happen. I, I, I like, in the same way that racism in America, like, we get a little better here and there, but shit, new needle didn't really move. I don't expect them to do that. I expect things, I expect that we'll be over this tomorrow. And I, what I sincerely just hope at this point is that Harry and Megan, Megan specifically, and, and, uh, they're, they're soon to be, and then young Archie, I just hope that they genuinely are protected now. I hope that they are set up to be able to just live their lives 
and to stay away from this. I know them being who they are, they're going to have to deal with shit forever, but I just hope that this is the beginning of them being able to just live their lives. Speaking of being protected, shout out to fucking Tyler Perry, the hero of the entire interview. I, I didn't like the funny thing is I have my own back and forth with him personally, just from stuff I've heard about him in the industry. But I got to give him a lot of credit where credit is due. And this is one of those major moments. And he's 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 showed up time and again. On Wait, I don't even know if I want to hear about the interview. I love him so much. He's like such an idol of mine. Uh oh. Not good things. It's okay. The biggest, we can talk about it later at some point, but there's a lot of conversations about him um, and how he pays writers and, and stuff like that. That's, uh, that, that's another conversation for another day. Um, including the fact that like, I think the most interesting thing that I heard out of like uh, the Vox explained series and even Bernie Sanders and stuff like that, that really isn't such a thing as an ethical billionaire in order to be, earn a billion dollars you did something and it doesn't necessarily mean that you were out here like giving yeah. child labor, but you did something that kind of fucks somebody over to get that much money. Um, it's just the truth of the matter. Like there's no way to amass that kind of wealth if without off the back of somebody else period. So you said that you think that we'll be over this tomorrow. Do you think that the Royal family is actually not going to take any kind of hit for this? You don't think that this will affect or change anything. I like to believe in stuff like that, but I'll be honest, that to me is like kind of fairy tale stuff. I, I, I show when I see it, when I physically see it with my own two eyes and hear it with my own two ears, okay. But until then, I expect this to be business as usual. They take a little bit of a hit, and people do what most people do when they when PR hits happen, and they're not bad enough to really enforce change. They're bad enough to look bad, but they know it's going to pass. You kind of write it out. You might give a half-ass apology. You might say nothing at all, but I don't see, I don't see, yeah, I don't see it. Do you think that Megan is going to, like, the end seemed like Oprah was really trying to show this is a true love story and things are going to be great for them. Do you think that that part was, like, legit? you think that this is actually going to be a nice life that they're going to live together now, not as part of the Royal family. I hope again, I hope so. Yeah. I, I genuinely hope so. But I, 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 these tabloids loved making a big deal out of this. I think even like the, the Pierce Morgan is having another one of his little racist resurgence today. Like, I, I think that, that the truth is, unfortunately the news media tabloids, all that kind of stuff thrives off the drama. So like, Again, the story is only going to be so hot for so long and they'll write it out. I, I just don't see, I don't see this being the thing that changes everything. I, yeah. I, when you were watching it, was there ever a time in which you did not feel like you were on Megan's side or the whole time, every word she said, were you just like, I totally see where how this happened and where where she's coming from. There's enough evidence that I didn't ever need to question her. Yeah, the the the, the tabloids and alone of comparing Kate and Megan was enough. Like like that that's it, you, literally there's a smoking gun as to yeah. what she's talking about is the type of respect that she's receiving by the royal family, by the media, by everybody, let alone her safety. You know, and, and the fact that as as Harry brought it up, which was so sad when he was talking about his own mother and how that went down and why he's so upset that him and his father haven't been able to kind of bond over this and 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 put a lot of stuff behind them is kind of like 
Diana was the queen that everybody loved and she she was white and and she got killed because yeah. the media got to do whatever the fuck they wanted and that you know the paparazzi got her killed in that in that thing. So like I just don't it's ugly, man. And that's and that's that's for someone that doesn't have any you know, black in them in that regard. God got, thank God that Megan got out when she did, but she's still going to have to deal with bullshit. I wanted to hear more about that because there was that one line where uh, Harry says, you know, we're living off of the money my mom left us. That's the only way we've been able to survive. And, you know, it's almost like she saw this coming. And I had so many thoughts about that and so many questions about that, but also like, how did that work? How did Diana leave them money? I don't even know the, this is how much I'm ignorant to this. I don't even understand the logistics of what that looks like. How did, how does that even work? I yeah. really don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it's here nor there. I just, I'm, I'm, it's of the mindset at this point that like, let go and let God that's, that's pretty much all I can say is because like, I like, again, you feel like this is just another thing. Just like it's another, another, it's another, it's another yeah. thing. The only thing that I can hope at this point, and this is the same thing I've said is that we, you would hope that you get to a point where you could go like, uh, for example, the, the, the poet laureate that spoke at, uh, the inauguration, you heard that she got harassed the other day, right? Mm-hmm. That she I was did. going into her and own building. The, the security guard was following yeah. around. You don't belong here. Like, you don't look like you live here. Like, prove to me you live. And it's like, bitch, I used a key card to get in the fucking building. Like, I live here. Leave me alone. Yeah, I saw so, that. Like, I, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, all the bullshit that we did. So, so all I can say is the only way that this will ever change, everybody within their station has to say something. Everybody with their platform, everybody within their friends and family, everybody yeah. within their own circles has to be the agent for change. That's a great way of putting stop. it. Your own station. Yeah. And then it'll stop. It, it, everybody has to simultaneously make in the I'm going to make a Dragon Ball Z reference. I'm going to get the fuck out of here in the same way that if we're literally trying to spirit bomb away some fucking racism, everybody got to put their hands up and throw some energy in that bitch. You can't just expect Goku to do it for you. Goku needs every motherfucker to put their fucking hands up and put some energy into blowing away racism. That's the only way that shit works. Is that the Kamehameha? Kamehameha? <laughs> That's the Kamehameha? No, no, no. The spirit bomb is a move where literally he borrows energy from everybody that can hear him. So the whole all of Earth, all of the universe, whatever, they all give a little bit of their energy. And then that makes a massive energy attack. And then that will destroy whatever. So oh. again, the only way to hit racism with a big of enough attack to take it out as we all have to do our fucking part. I mean, you are just, you're speaking to the people right now because everybody <laughs> is feeling you. Like, I mean, I, it might've gone over my head, but hey, they're all fucking getting it. So I love when the nerds collide to talk about real world things. That's amazing. Winston, thank you for coming on. I know you're busy, honey, but I really appreciate it. Thanks for all explaining good. everything love to you, us. My dear. I love you, honey. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank God for Winston, not just today, but every fucking day. He has quickly become one of my closest friends, and I am so fucking grateful for him. Um, and Lin Lin, you had to hit him with that stuff. Like, let the man live. Oh, it's just, it's just no. Just no, Lin Lin. Just fucking no. All right, let's get to, I think you guys put super chats in here, but honestly, I just wanted to hear from Winston because... I, what he had to say was much more interesting than whatever my 
fucking dumbass thoughts are on that. So I'll, I'll go to the stream labs. The super chats are gone. So just write in if you had something to say, I said this in the super chat and I will get to it. I know that's my janky way of doing it, but going into the stream labs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's see what it is that y'all have to say today. Uh, G Smith says the Royal family is paid by British citizens and works for the firm. They are figurehead employees of Royal blood. It's a fake power perpetrated by the firm and tabloids. You can't say whatever you want on SEN and neither can the queen. So wh who's the firm then? I thought she was the firm. Gee, Smith, this is also confusing to me. Garth Harkness McMurray says, takes many colors to make a rainbow or paint painting. We need all colors of people to make the world beautiful. I'm sick and tired of bias and hate, and hate towards anyone based on their melatonin levels, not their character. Love unites, hate divides. That's very sweet, Garth. Thank you for saying that. Continuing in the streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Let's see what's going on in here. Um, okay. Adrian Bailey says, hi, Roxy. How are you? Love the SEN show today. You were great. I have respect for you. Steph and Darina, the world girls are awesome. Subscribe for good times and listen to Darina's sexy Mexican accent. Love you, Roxy, and the rest of the world girls. Thank you. I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking, Adrian. You rock. Krista says, I'm currently a junior at BU and I always wanted to be an actor and I'm starting to think I'm not going to be happy doing anything else, but I don't even know where to start. Any tips? Um, shout out to you, Krista. Not related to this, but we go like this all or a roller coaster show. So I feel that. I think that um, it, hopefully you're majoring in theater or doing some plays or something there. I think that try to get involved in local theater, try to make short films on your iPhones, whatever it takes, see how much you love it. Um, and if you know, you've got to do it, then you got to make the leap to probably New York, Los Angeles, but you can take a little time doing so. I can give you more advice at a later point, but thank you for saying something. Garth Harkness McMurray says his full name is Royal Highness Henry Charles Albert David Duke of Sussex. No last name. The official surname of the Royal family is Windsor, which was decreed by King George the fifth in 1917. However, Queen Elizabeth made a small amendment to change that. Oh, I didn't know. Glenn Caesar says, good thoughts and good vibes to you, RJ, on garnering all much-deserved success. Good luck with all those filming and auditions and or bookings or other projects coming up. What's for you is yours. You're earning it because you fucking rock, Chunk. Thank you so much, Glenn, for saying so. Appreciate you. Um, you guys always tell me that I can see what's going down in the super chat and i mean the super chat goes in the stream labs but i just don't fucking know how to do that also having no last name is very madonna-esque but you're not acting very madonna-esque glenn also says thanks for being there and here for us congrats good thoughts and good vibes and all that's in the works and unfolding for you in 2021 and beyond again fuck yeah to the new life chapter roxy's the best roxy number one yeah yeah happy roxy days keep crushing it positive thoughts to you rj and all the rockstars world friends who show up and give their support whenever however they can. Don't forget when it gets tough, even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep on fighting. You're a winner. Please remind your, remember you're kind, you're smart, you're unique, and being so unselfishly loving and supportive of others, including strangers on the internet or not, makes you worthy as such. Your story is important, deserves to be seen and heard. You are appreciated. And once again, let's fucking go. Smets and everyone fighting for today. Tomorrow, more smash cancer. Be most excellent. RJ and Rockstars, show up for people who need it. That makes you so, so cool, humane, and worthy. Cheers to fuck yeah news in 2021 and beyond for you. I'm still crying. 
I'll try to wrap it up with this after the last bit of my usual spiel. Thank you, Roxy, for being awesome, letting me support and calling me the mascot of the show. Thank you, Rockstar's band and world friends, for letting me be one of you, the cool people, sending bunnies. So much love. Thank you for that, Glenn Caesar. Uh, Apollo3JP said, how they treated her is bullshit. It's racism disguised as tradition. Burn it to the ground, Angela Bassett style. Apollo, we're here right now. Recently found out my blood goes back to South, uh, South American royalty. Wow, damn. My life is still the same, but it's cool. Winston putting a good word for your boy. What was Steph? You're funny. You're funny, Apollo. Sometimes we hear it, and then sometimes we just not. For those of you guys, again, who had anything going on in the super chat, please let me know. I can try to find them, but... Swaggy Blur. Hello, the queen is Christian. If Christian wants something to say, uh, wants to say something, he can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never heard anybody silence Christian, so I don't even know that that's possible or doable. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. Winston speaking facts. Mike, this we know. This we fucking know. All right, if I go into here... What, I go into the part that says, isn't there supposed to be, yeah, there's a part that says Super Chats. Let's see if I got this. Okay, three, no, the most recent Super Chat says it's from March 1st. This shit does not work. I'm telling you guys, for those of you guys who fucking know how to do this, I just don't even understand. I don't understand. Don't understand. That means we're going to get out of here. Shout out to all of you guys. If you sent in a Super Chat, I'm in here. I'm trying to look for it. For those of you guys who did, much love. Thank you so much for the support. I want to give you your shout outs. Rob says there's a tab. I know I clicked on the tab, Rob, but then the, when I click on the tab that says Super Chat, it says the ones that, so at the top it says donations list, top donors, band donors, Super Chats. And when I click on Super Chats, the most recent date is from Todd Fair on 301 that says, do you guys think they should have a Golden Globe this year during a pandemic? And that's the most recent one. I don't know why. Jake always tells me this too. I don't know why mine's like broken or some shit. Just doesn't fucking go through like that. It's bizarro. Shout out to, uh, oh, Mark Jason Ali said take care, but I meant to click on Ryan Nelson who said shout out to the rock stars. Shout out to you, Ryan. Um, we're going to be working with Ryan because Ryan is actually engineering our entire marathon, which is going to be fucking legit. It's on the 21st. Everybody stay tuned for that, for the World Girls. It's going to be huge. You guys know I've been talking about that a ton here, and I'll continue to talk about that. And thank you guys for talking to me today about the Royals, but really we're talking about the shit that actually matters um, and how that relates to the world and how women are treated and especially women of color are treated and black women. And yes, she is a black woman, and this we know based on today's show. So don't fucking at me, Lynn Lynn. Before we get out of here, uh, a big shout out to all of you guys. I know that these times are tough. I know that interviews like this can be very triggering for some people. And I know that it's really challenging to be triggered and then be alone and not be able to see your loved ones or your friends or anything. So thank you guys for being in here with us. Um, and Rob, as I said about Alan B. Farrow, I'm only halfway through. So we're talking about that tomorrow. We're going to be talking about that tomorrow because the half hour that I saw is very damning and fucked up. Um, but only we can only handle so many fucked up things for one day. And today was about this. Happy International Women's Day. Uh, shout out to all of my ladies in here, all of the incredible women, Susie Easton, um, Silu Bonino, Brittany Parker, 
uh, Legoland, um, Pink Sweets. Uh, ladies, where are you guys at? Give me shout out so I know that you're here and representing Kay Walton, all my people, Sarah Mill. Um, and I'm so sorry I'm going fast. If I misgender anybody is not my intention and please let me know. Um, or if I've missed anybody, you're, you guys are great. Um, and Tink Sweet says it best, vagina, vagina, vagina. And women that don't have vaginas, shout out to y'all, 100%. It's not the vagina that makes the woman, it's the woman that makes the world. You heard it here first. So all of that. Much love, my friends. Sally Mercedes, yes, yes. Happy to give you a Royals breakdown at some point. Clearly, I need it. Shout out to Lauren as well. Loving the ladies SEN this week. You and me both. All right. Simply Emily, yes. All the women showing up for International Women's Day. Sometimes you guys are quiet, but boy, are you fucking mighty. And you are such a huge part of the rock stars and the world friends. Don't shit on my lawn. It's a good point, Jake. It's a good, good point. All right, much love to all the people in here. Blow on your internet. Don't tremble the Holocaust. Try not to be a racist piece of shit, you know, if you can. Um, make your bed. Put down the toilet lid. You know all the stuff. And I'll see you guys tomorrow on SCN and then live at the Roxy.